we got a special episode, Call Your Own Foul. I don't know if we've ever recorded at this exact time before, but we haven't been in the afternoon no. for a minute. Special guest, Matt Nichols is in the building. Hey, everyone. How you doing? We got, let's get straight to it. The last episode, just to rehash on that, we, it, was confu- it was a different type of episode. We got derailed for the first hour. I'm glad Courtney noticed. At the beginning of it, I was like, we're not going to give actual names because I don't know the legalities of the laptop. We ended up doing a full investigation, Instagram. It turns out the person is, it's, a fake, it's not a fake account. It's just no longer active. This episode, we're going to get straight to the primaries. We're going to move straight past all the, a lot of hubbub going on. We're going to just talk about the Georgia focus. What results currently, I'm seeing it reported negatively towards Trump. They're, they're giving him a, hundred, a record of 100 wins and 8 losses in his picks. The, 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 is that the positive side or the negative side? The negative. I, I think Trump's only claiming three losses. Wow. I think okay. that's what I saw. I, I think the more critical of him was 100. and Because they're harping on the eight losses. Because mm-hmm. each one of those, they're saying that was a pushback. And it's like, in some ways, mm-hmm. yes. I don't know. Your thoughts on this governor race. Kemp, if you, if you were handicapping, it was obvious he was going to win it. Yeah. Why oh, Trump yeah. decided to yeah. take that L, I don't know. He could have just not picked. I think it was just kind of a more of a he had to. You know, I mean, you can't. He couldn't. He couldn't definitely back Kemp. <clears throat> you know, but because um, because because it's just the, the looks. And here's here's my thing with Kemp, right? I really don't. I don't blame Kemp for anything that happened in 2020. I don't for two reasons. First of all, I mean, obviously, I think it was a little aggressive what Trump was asking him to do. And secondly, in the state of Georgia, the governor doesn't actually have like the power to do what he was asking Kemp to do. Nope. It's all the Secretary of State. So at least it was in 2020. I think Georgia, they said that like they changed some of their laws, so it's a bit more evenly split now between the two. But um, it was mostly up to the Secretary of State Radcliffe. of the state of Georgia. Yeah, Radcliffe. who did unfortunately also get reelected. But yeah. like, I don't blame Kemp as much. I don't like Brian Kemp because he's kind of a fraud in terms of like immigration and actual conservative issues like he pretended to be some hard on immigration like literally he got famous because of that ad where he was with his truck and he was like yeah and he was like he was like you see this truck this is where i'm gonna this is where i'm deporting all the illegals out of i'm driving to the border <laughs> myself <laughs> he, he, he was, th- that 2018 class of governors desantis yeah. was reading the trump how to make a deal to his baby to yeah. his baby in the yeah. crib like, there's some great ads from that cycle like especially for republicans to win and and he won in a 2018 that was Heavily blue. favored toward Democrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a blue wave. They, yeah. So he, um, the fact that he won that was good, except for the fact that now Georgia, outside of the border states, has one of the highest amount of illegal immigration population wow. because they just bust people in, and he actually accepts them from like NGOs and uh, things like that. So uh, he's he's done the opposite of what he said with that in terms of social issues, right? Which is the other thing you expect like a Republican governor, especially a Southern conservative state, to do. Um, he didn't enact any sort of abortion restriction until this year, and that was 100% because of the election coming up. Like, he had the opportunity okay. to for four years, but mm. he only signed a bill into law recently, and that was only because of his primary coming up. So he could tell his, like, rural base, like, oh, like, Trump might not like me, but I'm still pretty conservative. You know, I'm actually conservative, but but I, I really think that Republicans are going to, like, Georgia's not a lost cause. Like, if you're listening and you're in Georgia right now, you have a chance to change it around, but you got to do it quick. I mean, you got to get Herschel Walker elected. Ground game. Register people to yes. vote. Republicans, you need to get people that would vote for Herschel that would not otherwise go to vote. Right. They need to understand that if in 2018, regardless of what you think about Kemp, if Stacey Abrams was running that state during lockdowns, oh, yeah. oh my God, Georgia. So yeah. it's like, that's why I, with Kemp, to me, it's just a safe bet. If you're looking as a Republican strategist, he, he, 
I, not looking at actually how his policies, because mm-hmm. I don't know anything about that. That wasn't really how yeah. I was following yeah. it. I'm more just looking at it seems pretty clearly that they feel comfortable picking him against Abrams. Purdue lost that. He lost the, the primary. Lost the, the primary the and in the Senate. Yeah. And in the Senate. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I meant. The Senate, the Senate runoff in yeah. 2020, which might have been January 5th, was to me the biggest day on the calendar that yep. year. Mm-hmm. That was the one where it's like, we got a 50-50 Senate. Hold on. As soon as we get any kind of... Yep. Well, and I mean, that's and that, well, that's another thing that I dislike about Brian Kemp was uh, he appointed because in some states, whenever a senator either dies or like resigns, um, they either there's either a special election or they get appointed by the governor. Yep. And in Georgia, they get appointed. And he appointed that uh, Lofner girl mm-hmm. who was awful, 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 utterly feckless, like from the top, like. You just took one look at her trying to campaign. She can't Terrible. Speak. She can't speak. She's corrupt. She's evil. Like, mm-hmm. and he picked her over some like. She there owned, are good. There are good Republicans in Georgia. A, w, so. a WNBA owner. That's the most. That is the most liberal organization. Yeah. Like the WNBA is. You can't get more liberal than yeah. like they're ninety nine point nine percent super far left. Yeah. She you don't get into that business unless you are so her pushing whole, a thing. Her whole yeah. selling point is I'm a conservative WNBA owner. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, like I'm the most I'm the most conservative person in Los Angeles. That doesn't really make you that conservative. No, right. your, your players are actively campaigning against you. It's like this is the most bizarre thing. That that, that was also bizarre. Yeah, it, it just yeah. didn't work. And it's like, how did we find her? Yeah. Of all the people in Georgia, give me what Herschel. Get Herschel yes. in here. That yeah. that like he, he that should have been Herschel. Georgia. He that looks like he, well, he should he should represent the Georgia Senate. And he'll, like I think and I think he'll win too because you know the national environments are like plus three now, which is insane because that means it's like a six point swing from 2020. Yeah. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna win. And, and Stacey yeah. Abrams still has those those ballots. She should be patted down <laughs> every time she enters a room. She's storing them in her jacket. Well, that's I, the thing that people just forget is that in 2018, after that election, Stacey Abrams claimed for six months that she was the governor of Georgia, and she still to this day her sister, has not conceded. Her sister's and, a high ranking judge. Yeah. And so everybody who's like, oh, like, every, like here's the thing: Do I think it's like right to come after Trump for like not conceding? Yeah. It depends on how much you like democracy or not, but. Um, yeah. If you're going to come after him, be fair and go after Stacey Abrams too. So that's just in, be fair. Just be in fair 20, I mean, 20, for me, it's easy to say I don't believe the 2020. I, I mean, I, Joe Biden is currently the president, but that election was there was fraud, fraud during the election. The reason I think you can still say it and not concede it is because 2016 Hillary set the playbook for mm-hmm. not accepting an election. Yeah. So after that, I don't know how you how as long as the, the same families are involved. Neither side's ever going to accept their elections. Oh, man, are we going to have to... I mean, I know we'll, we'll get into this later, I think, when we start talking about some of the, uh, the the gun stuff. But, yeah, the whole idea that the political class is just is so entrenched right now and they'll do whatever it takes for them to stay into power. Not even... And honestly, like, the political class, they don't even care really who wins as long as them they, for the majority of the time, stay in power. The mysterious right. they. Yeah. The they from both parties. There's a well, they yeah, there's, in the lever... Yeah. Left and right. As a Republican who hates Republicans. <laughs> yeah. The Rand Paul conservatives. Republicans are almost worse. Like, because it, Democrats, you know, they say they stand for something and they get there very slowly over time. Like, the worst complaint that you hear from, like, progressives is, oh, you're not making the changes fast too enough. Too yeah, slow. Yeah, it's too slow. It's too slow. With Republicans, the complaint is we never actually win. Like, because we get into power and we never do anything. Like, when was the last time? I mean, like, abortion aside, what, what was the last, like, social issue that we won? And the only reason we won that isn't because of a Republican legislature or anything like that. We won it because we got lucky and got six conservative justices on the Supreme Court. 
Like, and then you, well, you I would consider it a that win. That was very incremental. Which is a huge win. The, yeah, the, huge win. Well, I would consider it a win if we don't get anything accomplished so, at all. So, 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 so <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, from, from, from that angle, I would say, like, when you're comparing who's worse, because I hate both the DNC and the GOP, I would say the DNC is worse because they are more powerful. They actually yeah. do get things done. Republic, right. the, the GOP, as Trump proved, is a, is a cluster. Yeah, it's like, feckless. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is really just a, I mean, this is a silly hat society. Yeah. It's a group of people that have a couple important days a year where they celebrate each other, mm-hmm. and we just have to accept yeah. them passing the hats back and forth. Well, and the, the other thing, too, is um, the, the culture, you know, is so owned by the left that even, the, even like, the progressives, if they want to make the changes, they can sit around for 20... Like, if we sat around, and this is actually why I disagree with uh, you on this, like, if we sit around and nobody does anything for 20 years, the, the culture will be way more progressive in 20 years because they own the cultural institutions and the corporations now. Mm-hmm. Like, it used to at least be kind of middle ground. We own some institutions. They own some, the left owns some institutions. I say we as in, like, the right. Yeah. Like, we own some institutions. The left owns some institutions. But now it's so overwhelmingly. Even corporations. Like, corporations are, the, like, the only thing that the right even pretends to worship anymore. Like, because, you know, we can't be Christian publicly, apparently. <laughs> but uh, you can worship corporations. And the, even that, which we, which Republican, you know, voters have been told to worship, you know, even they are left-leaning now. So I was going to say completely th- lost the, in the culture. W- when you think the what funds GOP politics, you would have thought church, the GOP or the NRA, like these are. But now, okay, those are when you when you talked about corporations, the nature of what the Democrats control, being Hollywood in mm-hmm. the school, is what's so difficult for me on how do we unpack that. Because we need schools, yes. and people are going to watch TV. Yes. So what do we? There will ha- always be schools, and there will always be entertainment. How do you get conservatives on the playing board? Like essentially, yep. if we're looking at like a culture war, the conservatives don't even have a piece to compete. Do you want the uncomfortable, the uncomfortable truth? In my opinion, and this goes against every libertarian bone in any body that I might have used to have, but you have to treat it almost as if like it's a monopoly, and you have to bust it up with antitrust laws. Okay, how do you do that? How do you call your movies? How do you go go through and like, how do you fix Disney? How do you without just, you can censor them, that's what the left likes to do, and they don't like something, yeah, they just you can, cancel you it. Can, you can censor them, yeah. Well, you, you can, you can do really, things, yeah. you can do things like what uh, DeSantis did to Disney, and I know a lot of the like libertarian right was, ups- some of the libertarian right was upset about that because they were like, my favorite thing was when they were like, yeah, oh, like, like you it. can't you can't do that because they might use the government against you. Bruh, they're already using the government Every against us. Every other person us. in the state. They Every locked, us, they the locked state. us down for two and a half years. Like, what? What? Like, and they're, they're, they're brainwashing your kids. Like, but even then, of course I want to use the, institu- the institutions I, we can to stop that. Like, I, I, w- I wouldn't say that, that that's canceling Disney, though. That's just taking away their tax break. Well, right, exactly. So I'm not for, like, canceling Hollywood and canceling Disney, but I am for... Possibly coer a little bit of friendly coercion to be, and here's the thing, right? There's two ways to do that: the market, which is one way, or the government, which is another way. And you know, I still like to think that the market has the ability to do something like that. And we did see that when this fight was going on between DeSantis and Disney, that Disney shares, Netflix shares were tanking, right? Yeah. But they didn't change anything actually until after DeSantis took the actually took it away not even threatened to take away their special status until it was gone do they actually say okay like now we maybe need to change some things mm-hmm. uh like like so twitter i've kind of lost a little bit of faith personally in the idea that the market can solve all things especially cultural especially because these mega corporations they're so rich they can take a 30 percent cut and still be people are still going to go to disney people are still going to watch hollywood exactly 
And so they can take 30, 40, 50% cuts for years and come out still fine on the other end financially and still own the culture. Do you think that, like, I, the only one I can think of off the top of my head would be Ben Shapiro. I think he's trying to get into Like a, the Daily a, Wire in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah a movie, yeah. Bi- like a movie business. Some of their like, stuff's like pretty a, good, actually. Like, I've, I've watched some of the stuff. It's it's actually pretty good. The way it's yeah. developing, you got to figure Hollywood kind of put themselves in a corner when they so willfully locked down. When every single actor said, this is so easy for me to go live in my mansion and oh, live in my yeah. little fake universe and talk down to everybody for mm-hmm. a year and a half. Now they're back and all the little TikTokers, all these little podcasts have popped up and all shows across the board are plummeting because there isn't that one thing you tune in every week that, okay, we all got to watch this Sunday night right. so that we can talk about this the next day. Mm-hmm. Well, it's much, more, like it's much more fractured. And honestly, I mean, well, the whole society is fractured. Yeah. But um, did we want to talk about before we get too deep into the the cultural? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say trying to issue. solve a culture war. Yeah, do we want to? Because we personally, for me, I think that that's tied into the gun situation more than any gun regulation ever for, will be. For certain. So you have, maybe we wait. For, do we want to talk about anything else first? Go, like uh, any primaries? Um, um, the only thing I was gonna bring up, Beto is involved with the gun thing here. He's it, he's gonna lose by fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not even gonna be close. <laughs> we'll we, we save him for a second. I, the only tangent that I, we, I didn't go down. At, you're right. Let's pause. Is so the free market might be able to fix Hollywood. School, besides like yeah, PragerU, I don't exactly. really know. We have private schools; those numbers have gone gone up. Well, and the pu- homeschooling and the public school can just reject PragerU. They can just ban it, like off of their internet servers, because they have that power to. And so. And with school, so we're talking schools back. We got no mask. Kids back in class, and well, we had a massive shooting. Not masks. Uh, not masks for a little bit. Actually, up at Penn State now, they reinstituted their oh, mask requirement. God. I know Philly brought it back. I think we're supposed yep. to. I think Allegheny and Westmoreland were the two other guys. Oh, Westmoreland? Probably, I probably think will. So. Yeah. I don't think people are going to go along with it. Oh, I we'll saw, go along I, with it. It's different from... I've yeah. seen a couple yesterday. The, but the fact Allegheny, that they instituted it, it... It might happen in Allegheny. Yeah. But Westmoreland County's not going to... They're not going to participate. But... Yeah, Jesus. The masks. With in-person learning come... And so we locked everyone down. So this kid who clearly was mentally ill. Are we, switch, are we switching to guns? We're going to the guns now. Wait, just, can I just say one more thing? Oh, yeah, there sure. was the Texas primary, and the Bushes lost. Oh, which means for the 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 Paxton Bush, I think his name is Jeb yeah, Bush. Yeah, yeah. So for the first time in I think it's like 60, 60 plus years, there's not a Kennedy in Massachusetts, and there's not a Bush in Texas. That's good. No oh way. yeah, it's great. I'm just and I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a Clinton anywhere, so it's that's, great. That's really great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's wow, that's yeah. true. Yeah, because the Kennedy guy he ran for Senate uh, and he lost the primary, yeah. so I don't think he re-ran for his congressional seat. The redhead, seat. yeah, the mm-hmm. redhead, the redhead and Paxton Bush, yeah, because he's always an odd one. Yeah, because he he was like the first Bush to go Team Trump. Mm-hmm. After Trump decimated the family, yeah, and it's like someone if you want to be involved with the party, someone has to go kiss Trump's ass. <laughs> Paxton, get up there. This is your claim to fame. Yeah, but the Bush name is just—it's over. Okay, yeah, that's thank a, thank goodness. That's great news. Well, I don't yeah. want to transition from this subject to—I was going real <laughs> negative there for a second. I want to just stay happy. Um, the sun is shining. The birds the sun are chirping. Is shining. <laughs> um, mental illness, mental illness in America. Oh dear. Okay. And that's clearly everyone agrees that the source. Of the violence that happened down in Houston, 20 plus kids shot, mm-hmm. uh, is the guy was mentally ill. And for two yep. years, well, he, evil. he went off to pure well, yeah, yeah, but he Well, went, here's the thing those are two different almost conversations evil versus pure mental illness, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have, and we have, and we have both, I think. But evil resulting from pure mental illness. I'm just, the, my thing with the mental illness part is. I don't know. We there, there isn't a government solution for mental illness. The reason we are in government mm-hmm. is because the human condition. We are flawed and all a little mentally ill. If we could all just be libertarians and men were angels, then we wouldn't need laws at all. So 
in the instance of mental health, we're supposed to have police. We're supposed to have a church. We're supposed to have a school system that stops kids from falling through the cracks like this and mm -hmm. feeling so not a member of their community mm -hmm. that they could do something as senseless and evil yep. as this. Well, I you, think need it, a, you need a community to feel a part of first. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem is in America today, we don't have any sense of community. And I mean, I, t I put this in our, our text chat uh, a few days ago, but I mean, seriously, like what do Americans have in common anymore? I mean, I'm sure like, I'm sure if you think about like your close friends, you know, you, you have things in common with them, but your average American, right? You like, you go to a different state and you just look at an average American. What do you have in common with that person actually? Like, oh, I like beer and we maybe both watch the Super Bowl. Like, and, not, and that's like, you, what, what do you have in common with people these days? Like not like there's no, there's no central um, pillar anymore. The foundation of this, of this country has pretty much been ripped out, torn upside down. And that is what causes mental illness. It's not, it's not the fact that all of a sudden more kids have depression. It's not like, it's not just random. Like other, other places, I don't mean to go on my rant. No, go for but, it, go uh, for it. Craig, were you gonna say something? Or no, you're good. No, no, you're okay. good. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go good. So to, to kind of go off on my, my little rampage, right? First of all, like, look at the solutions that are being offered. The solutions are, from the left, ban guns, right? Which is so simple and so stupid, but it's emotional, and it will encourage a lot of people to get behind it because it's so simple. It's, oh, guns were used here, guns bad, ban guns. It's like, easy. it's so simple. Oh, so easy. Easy well, virtue signal. Yeah, it's, it's easy mentally. Physically, of course, nearly impossible because there's, like, 500 million weapons oh, in the United yeah. States, which makes it nearly impossible to do. It's easy to say. Yeah. But then also from the right, hopes and prayers. Hopes. Well, no, not not even hopes and prayers. But like the the action that people are taking. I mean, what do people on the right say? They either say, you know, like 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 guard up your schools. Like okay, yeah. like my problem that I have with that, and this is actually a good point. First of all, we see how the guards worked at this other school, or the police when they showed up. This shooting happened because the police failed and the guards failed. They were there pretty much the whole time, and they were freaking cowards and did not go in there. And uh, so, so guards alone cannot be trusted. And here's the other thing. You look and because I see it from both sides, right? Because I have friends on both sides of the aisle. And so obviously on Instagram, people have been posting crap everywhere. And the things that I tend to see from right wing people are, oh, there are other countries with with guns like Switzerland and, and Iceland. And they have way more guns per capita than even we do. And I'm like, OK, but they don't have school shootings either. And they don't have guards. You know, why do we need guards? Why is that the right way? And so the point that I was sort of getting at is the solution, like the guards, the banning of the guns, these are all Band-Aid solutions. They are. The, the deep community sickness and spiritual sickness in this country is what have, are, is causing these issues. Because you see countries all across the world that have all different types of things. They either have more guns, they have less guns, some have guards, some don't have guards. And yet, we are the only one that has immense levels of school shootings. Even if the solution is have a good guy, even if the short-term solution is have a good guy there with a gun, it's not going to stop people from trying or to go after the most vulnerable. We have a society where young men are going after the most vulnerable people in society and killing them. That is not going to be solved by throwing a few guards at each school. So what, what do you think? What are you pr proposing? Uh, well, nothing that is proposable is going to fix. I, I don't mean to sound all all no. doom, doomer, black pill, <laughs> yeah. but like no bushes or Clintons. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good anywhere. start. That's a good start. Getting rid of the bushes and the Clintons. Just keep throwing but, that out there, everyone. <laughs> but um, like we need to 
um, there are certain things in a society that bind communities together. And those things, clearly, having a community that is bound together leads to better results. And having a family unit that is bound together leads to better results. I do so, think it probably stemmed from the family. Just from, yes. I don't know the exact details within their family, but I know both parents came out and were like begging for forgiveness and claiming he had his reasons for what he did. Yeah, like but the, in a public statement. But the dad like that. wasn't really there ever, which is the thing. Oh, okay, and they, I didn't know that. I think there's, and I actually, I think Matt Walsh tweeted this. He was like, how many of these shooters come from families where there's a father, a mother, married, and the father took the son hunting? Right. You know, like how many, how many of those, that used to be like the staple of America mm -hmm. and nobody does it anymore. And we have, and so we have to first, like, and I, I think this is the, the thing that a lot of, especially I'm talking to like my right leaning audience right now, because we have been bred and brainwashed, I'll say, and convinced to think that, oh, just leave everybody alone and they'll figure it out and you can't tell anybody what to do. Like, you don't know any more values or truths more than anybody else. And it's like that at this point, we can throw all of that out the window because clearly what we're doing today as a society isn't working. So we need to possibly, and then you need to admit to yourself that yes, having a strong family unit, having a strong community, that is what will stop these shootings in the long term. A, a, and a penal system that locks people up that are mentally ill. It does not well, put them I back mean, on the that, that's, that's part of it, but I mean like... It wouldn't affect it in this, in this particular In this instance no, or, no. or in other instances too. I mean, and the only other problem that I sort of have with the whole like mental health thing is, and I kind of talked about it a, a little bit too, like what is, what is mental health? Like people say mental I, health, I was gonna but say, they don't actually define it. And the problem is, I, I, this is exactly what's gonna happen. Republicans are going to get in there and we're going to be like, oh, yeah, let's put guards at schools and mental health funding, and then we'll get guards in schools and mental health funding. And then the left's going to get in there and they're going to say, if you're racist, you have a mental health issue, therefore you can't buy a gun. And also, uh, if what it means to be racist is to vote Republican. Mm -hmm. and yeah. So, and post so, conservative thoughts on your social media. Yeah, like yeah. if you if you if you if you are slightly right of Joe Biden, then you are clearly like a racist or a sexist, and those are mental health things. So you can't buy guns, and you can't. You work, they're gonna they will purge the right side of the aisle by from their ability to defend themselves by calling it mental health. Yeah, you have to think when you enact these things. What's the other side going to do with these tools? Especially the other side, which is so aggressive. But they have to think the same way. Both, How is yeah, but we don't ever use it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that we don't do anything, and they know that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but so I so I think the thing, the first step is admitting that we have a problem. Like we can't just keep pretending, especially people on the right, that we don't have a problem, or that putting a couple guards at school is going to solve the deep problem. We have a deep societal okay. sickness okay let's look at let's look at try and look and at then we can get into proposals because those the problem is that the proposals to do that are kind of whack to libertarians especially and to like general right-wing thought at this time but you have to in order to even uh, think about those as options you have to agree like get to the fact that we have a problem and we do like you can't look at a stat that says we have 300 school shootings, even if, yes, some of them are by handguns and only, like, one person gets shot. We have 300 shootings and the rest of the world combined has, like, 25. Like, we are sick. <laughs> we let, have a problem. Let, let, let's try and take the politics out of the mental health discussion here for one moment and yeah. think of it more abstractly. Uh, we would agree that we have a mental health crisis in this country. Mm -hmm. Across the board, all ages, all demographics, like, there are people that 
are acting in such ways like just yep. the, 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 take the shooting aside think about drug problems think about self-harm yep all of these like different ways that contribute now what what led to this i would say we've been fighting a cold culture war for 30 or 40 years mm -hmm. and right yep. now we are reaping the benefits or the the side effects what, what was sowed yeah yeah <laughs> reaping what's sowed of a culture war that's gone awry now, when you look at society, the culture war the, in society, there was always a divide between generations. Because what you said earlier, people our age, me and you, have more in common than me and my parents. As far as our day-to-day, -day, what our yeah, reality yeah. is, what, like, things we can agree to, like like things that we can agree on. Well, like say, like, I'd agree with you when, when you I say, say like day-to-day. Parents, day parents' generation. Right, not no, no, I know, I know. I know yeah. I'm, I'm talking like in but the abstract. I, I would agree when you say like maybe technolo technologically or um, just the way the way day-to-day. Like day, but, but yes, there is a lot of change within the last hundred years, I'd say. Because before that, there wasn't a lot of before technology. That, Tec be, technology. Technology and our culture today, and this is kind of going off of that, our culture today promotes change. It promotes what came before okay. was bad and stupid and your grandparents were stupid and racist and evil and you're smart and enlightened and progressive and you would never ever go against what we say right that's what the that's what the culture promotes so today for, keep on that note we always so what i was trying to go with this sorry sorry no 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 no, no, you, no you're, you're, you're right there because i wanted to get back to what you were saying it, before technology just mm. speaking of like philosophy in general, there was yep. a, a divide between generations. The younger generation is going to be taking power from the older generation. The older generation is giving it up. So there's always that tension. The question is, how does the younger generation foot loose? Mm -hmm. it, now, in today's age, due to the internet, factions have taken a whole new form. Whereas you don't have to have anything in common with one kid at your school, but you can go be a part of a group online yeah, that is true. 10 to 20 people and you can have the most perverse screwed up beliefs that you never vocalize or articulate yeah. with the people living around you but now that you're on the internet you're behind this anonymity yeah you have this ability to feel like you're part of a community mm -hmm. that's not really a part of a community that can actually drive you to do terrible things yeah and I actually that's that's a good point especially with the whole you know your views never get challenged then at that point right because if you're at school like your school and you say some like terrible things like I don't even know, like, oh, like, I'm thinking about shooting up, shooting people, you know? Like, the people who are around you are clearly the ones who are going to be like, maybe Whoa. don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your online your online social group of messed up people might be like, oh, that's, you know, that's like, funny. who knows what they're going to say. Yeah, that's, that's funny. That's funny or something. I'm joking. Something insane like that, yeah. And because they don't ever reap the consequences, and that's the other thing. They don't reap the consequences of you being a screw-up. No, and, and they don't see they don't since they don't feel a part member of the community when they do these things and you wonder why they did it. These aren't real people. They aren't neighbors. Like yeah. we look at that as these are like your these, these are children. These are the people like that are supposed to be the most protected. How could you do that? This person doesn't feel a part of their community of yeah. their real community. Yeah. They found a faction, which our constitution is very maybe or didn't even or maybe didn't even find one. Well, maybe they tried and didn't even find that. And that that's another thing too that drives a lot of people crazy is is because they're promised either in person or social. You're gonna find a community somewhere, you know, and oh, like, and I think I think this is a little bit with the generational thing too, and something I can agree on is the technology is changing how people socially interact so much that our parents didn't have it and still haven't really like grasped how much people engage over the internet. So like, people could be playing video games 12 hours a day, and their parents walk in and they say, "Oh, what are you doing?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm playing video games with like people I know." Uh, like online and so it's fine because I'm, I'm basically like outside you know I'm basically like having my community here 
But for all that we know, like they might just be playing like a single player game twenty four seven, you know, or playing some multiplayer thing with people they don't know or no who, community, yeah, you know? know? Yeah, like you have 10, 11, 12 year olds playing with just strangers, and that's been like yeah. the for our. Well, that's we grew up. That's with another it. thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, like we grew up. We were the first. Like our parents didn't really have to adapt to the computer. Right. Most of them could have continued living. The internet's a luxury, mm-hmm. but it's not a necessity. Yeah. For us, we were the first generation in school that everyone had it. You had to. You had to have a computer yeah. to turn to do homework. Like there was yep. no. That, that was like a sign of yeah ability yeah yeah uh, yeah and and now with i guess what why i keep bringing back with the factions because i know you we got the law major in the house because i've always factions have always been a fascinating concept to me mm-hmm. because the constitution ensures that they are created but also ensures that they never take one takes power and that's such a delicate line when you look at like the old like I'm talking like notes on the federal convention, mm-hmm. like well, the way Madison was working it out is because you got if we're going to allow the vet, the free speech, mm-hmm. if we're going to allow people to organize and form groups, yeah. h- how do we ever stop one small group that has a twisted belief from taking over all the? You ban it. Well, but that you you can't. We banned the communists from 1900 to 1960. But I get concerned when we start canceling because I kind of feel like that's anti-constitution. If there's something that is. If there's something that is that evil, why would you not ban it? Because what, what if are we you, talking about here? To, that we're so the current the current idea of like unlimited free speech came from liberal professors in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, who, when communism and they were literally communists, were being persecuted, said, "Oh, like." But freedom of speech, so we should have the right to like say whatever we want to, and like we we are just fringes. We're not gonna really like. We just want to say. We just want to open our students' minds up and things like that. That's how this modern idea of like unlimited, unobstructionable free speech started. It's not from the beginning of the Constitution. I mean, for heaven's sake, like John Adams, the second president of the United States, passed um, the Alien Seditions Act. Which is if ridiculous. you look them up, There's, if you look them up, but they were constantly. It's. As much sort here's the thing. No, you I, think they're you think not they're ridiculous. Adam. You think yeah. they're ridiculous. But guess what? They were constitutional, and every founding father except like Thomas Jefferson was along with them. <laughs> he, he shut <laughs> he shut down Jefferson's paper. Yeah, he shut down a well, Thomas Jefferson's well, kind well, of a well, big deal. Well, yes, kind so, of a big. And uh, but here's the thing: other founding fathers thought it was a good idea at the time because we were in such a a precarious situation as a nation at the time and if we were in a precarious situation as a nation at that time i mean i think we're in a pretty precarious situation at the time right now but so my Je- jefferson my, saved the day during that time when he got see, the you're land saying from napoleon saying, oh yeah oh yeah yeah he did a great job with that yeah so, so, well he kind of lucked into it if we're being honest napoleon was just kind of like actually it's really funny if you look into the history of that because the only reason we were able to buy it is because our government took loans from british banks to buy it from napoleon who then used that money to yeah. build warships to fight the British, so it's kind of funny how like British banks ended up. Like, yeah, why? Why, why the would they Navy. do that? Uh, because bankers just want money, which proves my point. Bankers just want money, hundred percent. And during that time, they had to deal with the financial industry is its own. They are super nat- national. They are okay. See, I I don't I don't know this history. I I, I know that the the. Oh, don't go down the rabbit hole of banks and the financial institutions. It's pretty pretty messed up. (laughs) No, I I, I want to stick with Adams censoring, canceling Thomas Jefferson, who would then go on to be president. Yeah. But but that does leave, when people talk about censoring now, this is their precedent. This would be the case that they look back on is, why why is Trump kicked off Twitter? Like, this is because it's, it's legal. Yeah. You can censor something. Well, right now, the thing is, right now, I, I don't know if I believe that. I, yeah, I, have I don't to know rate, if I, well, I don't right really now, support. Right now, the thing is, it's a pri- right now, the thing is, it's a private company. And to some extent, I can also understand that with the specific social media companies, though, because they're so big, they are basically public squares. And so they should be being treated 
as public squares and not as private companies because so much debate and discussion goes on on these social media platforms that you you can't it's it's it, they, they are public squares now they're they're what the the town corner was 300 years ago you know so they have to be treated as such rather than treated as private companies although i am kind of in favor of private companies being able to i am in favor of private companies generally being able to like ban people for so, their own personal use because then it is a private how would, sort of how company. is it legal then for the federal government to ban a privately owned paper to ban a pri well, it depends on what that paper is doing. And here's what the Constitution says: the Constitution is a document that tries to preserve itself. So, if you're anti-constitutional, the Constitution gives you the right to destroy it. It does. Like in the Constitution, it doesn't say you have like all these freedoms. It says you have you're the right to saying anti-federalist though. No, it's not the twist. It's saying I'm anti-Constitution. It's saying that I don't think the Constitution has as much power as the Federalists give believe that the Constitution has. Anti, it was terrible naming. That's just an example of Jefferson has good things and bad things. Naming yourself the anti-anything party is stupid as yeah, hell. Yeah, because you always want to be for something. Here, here's so the fact, dumb. people. It, it, marketing tip, always be for something. Don't be anti-something because people love being part of things that are positive and have a goal. They don't like just the goal being crush but, other but, things. But, 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 <laughs> to, but to set this up for Craig, the gist of this is John Adams is the second president of the United States for the Federalist Party. We didn't have Democrats and Republicans back then. Right. Federalists, anti-Federalists. Thomas Jefferson was his political challenger. The other party, the anti-Federalists. Mm -hmm. Once John Adams took power, he used his Federalist understanding of the Constitution to block Thomas Jefferson from distributing his paper effectively, trying his, well, blocking his presidential candidate, the guy that wanted to run against him, he's saying that he wants to rip up the Constitution. Jefferson's well, saying, no, 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 no. I don't mean that when I say I'm anti-federalist. I just am for smaller federalists. I don't, and then you lose people at that. That's where well, Adams well, got him, so he, he he went and, well, the, the, other, the reason that he also gave was because Jefferson was very pro-French and we had a significant French uh, population, and we had Quebec right to the north it's of us. It's a really good and, thing Jefferson continued his. Well, no, what I'm what I'm saying is, well, yeah, yeah, because then we ended up buying it from the French. Shout out to the French, but, <laughs> Napoleon. But um, so the concern he gave was we at, when Adams was president was we might go to war with France because they're also doing some like shady things to us when Adams was president, <sighs> and we have this. We ha so you are sowing dissent when we might be going to war. This sounds just like Russia. If you took out these it names, sounds like any, Russia it sounds, in 2016. It sounds like any historical country ever. I mean, so, look at... Uh, yeah, 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 I guess so. Dude, yeah. we, locked, we locked up Japanese people in internment camps in World War II. In World War I, we banned the German language from being taught in schools. Like, we, we are not some haven of democracy, like, oh, we're all these good guys. Like, no, democracy is just a political system, and as a political system, it strives to keep itself alive. In the mm -hmm. same way that politicians, people hate politicians, but political systems are almost as bad, too. Like, politicians try to strive to keep themselves alive above everything else, and we can get into that with the gun debate, too. But, Beto. <laughs> stay alive, baby. You gotta stay in the papers. But they, but, like, political systems are designed to also keep themselves alive, because otherwise they're worthless. Like objectively, like they're, you're you're worthless if you're trying to create a stable government that just kills itself, basically. The whole point. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so to some extent, like, it makes sense that if you have a country, if you have a party that says we're the Communist Party, we literally want to start a Bolshevik revolution, overthrow the Constitution, rewrite our own Constitution, create a socialist utopia. Right. That kind of thing can get banned. I don't know. I think you got to let them. I think you got to let them beat them. You got to point them out. You got to call them pinkos. You got to raise awareness to say I don't want to be like them because look how they turn out. Look at them. Look at the way Hollywood. How's that, how's that working? How's that working? How's that working? I don't know. We don't know yet. John, I'm what do you mean we don't know? Look at our schools. 
200 school shootings a year. But the left is imploding. When you look at these things like Disney, like we were just talking about earlier, like Hollywood, like you watch this Johnny Depp trial unravel, these here's people the, are losing it. Here's the thing, though. There's no good movies coming Here's out. the thing. Here's the thing. They're not doing well. The left is losing it, but the right doesn't know what to do with it. Okay. Which is the yes. problem. We can get okay. as many splinter. We can get as much of a splintered left as we want, but if we don't have the Republican Party right now, is pretty much we are an, like we were just talking about a second ago. The Republican Party is pretty much we're the anti-Democrats. Stay almost. out. Stay out of my yeah. They, yeah. You're right. Like, you're like right. what they promote when we're in power, we just won't promote it as much for like four to eight years, and then after eight years, we won't change anything, and the Democrats will take over, and then they can promote whatever they want for another eight years, and the culture underneath still moves to the left. Like, no Republican government has actually conserved anything. Or, or like, we have nothing, no, like, goal. What is the goal of the Republican Party? What are we trying to do? That's a profound question. Sarah. Exactly. That's a, uh, Joe Biden. This is one of his talking points. Yeah, and it's he, a good talking he, he, point. But he, he doesn't read it correctly. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a clip on hand of Joe Biden attempting to go. What do you stand for? They don't stand for anything. It's like, well, kind of. I mean, we stand for what Democrats stood for eight years ago. Like that's literally I'm, I'm the Republican like, talking like a, point. That is what it is. God, like they're just the old school. Like if you were... we don't. Here, here's another thing too, right? And and like this is just an example. Like gay marriage was legalized in the country in 2013. The next election, pretty much the next like it was, you couldn't make it illegal in 2013, and then it was enforced in 2015. And following 2015, what was the next election? 2016. Republicans, the conservative Christian party, won the House, the Senate, and the presidency. And what did we do to maybe change the culture line underneath? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Well, we actually we passed a tax cut, and well, we we elected the first president who I was gonna say, went Trump in. Trump had his culture. Make America Great Again had a platform. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying didn't but, have a platform, but I'm saying once he was in, once he was in. And but the yes, part the Republicans adjusted so much that they went from being against the gay marriage to electing the first president to ever go into office being for gay marriage. Yes, within three because years. Because even Obama wasn't for it when he went into office. Yeah, within three years. Yeah. That's, that's, how, that's how quickly this spineless, stand-for-nothing Republican Party has shifted. And this is why I don't even want to call myself a Republican who hates Republicans. Yeah, that, I'm just a right-wing guy who hates Republicans. Okay. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think it's pretty safe. No, we're not, I don't think any of us identify as Come a Republican. join the Libertarian that's right, that's Party. Right. If we that's were... the worst party of all time. <laughs> They're worse than Republicans because Republicans at least pretend to have a spine. <laughs> I am politically homeless. That's the way I view it. Do you um, want to start a party? I, I'm working on it. Right okay. now, the, the names I'm throwing around. I know. We need a good name. I like Lost Tribe. Before Tupac Lost died, <laughs> before, before the government killed Tupac, he was getting into politics. He was just realizing that fi once he got out of jail, yeah. so many things started clicking in his brain. When you watch those old, old interviews, mm. he was going to be a threat to oh, the Democratic yeah. Party and their stranglehold the over the black vote. General. T ten years, he went at Bob Dole and Bill Clinton, hammering <laughs> them both in songs. So it's like he was going to be a threat, yeah. and there was no way that he was going to be talked out. You, they had to kill him. They had to take him out. Why did I bring that up? Because we're talking about another party. Oh yeah, he was so what? To, wait, yeah. but what should our logo be? I think it should be a lion, personally. Like you got elephants and donkeys; yeah. those kind of suck. The porcupine for the libertarians, lame, terrible. Lions. Why? Why? Lions. Why the porcupine? They got the pick. The, because like because the because the porcupine because the porcupine just sits there and puts out its spikes and everything leaves it alone. Yeah. So it actually kind of makes sense, but it well, just yeah. it just kind of sucks. It does it undermines the libertarian platform? <laughs> everything <laughs> undermines the libertarian platform. <laughs> Um, yeah, logo. I, yeah, lion. I lion. agree with lion. All right, I'm in. I agree with lion. I'm in. Okay, uh, sweet. Lion lost tribe. 
And it's just for anybody who doesn't have a political tribe. They just we're gonna. This is for the the out the outcast. We can figure out what later what we stand for. As we can see, we there's we can have multiple beliefs. This is not unlike the the two political parties that Locke you went to. You have to say what the Republican ticket is. If you want to be a Republican, you got to be able to or a Democrat. Just vote for us if you dislike both parties. I think that's delegates. The we're gonna run delegates. We're gonna run for delegates oh, at each yeah. nominating convention. Okay. We're gonna try and take power the old way. We're gonna have a voice. Where do you get actual power at a grass level at the presidential nominating you know convention? What would be nice if we elected without the parties involvement and we just in the candidates even we didn't show their face. We didn't we didn't like um. Well, I expose see. who th their personality is. You just put their beliefs out there and vote for what. The I mean, that that has some negatives. That's probably not perfect. But but like it'd be yeah, nice if people of, voted. Well, well because not part by of, party. Well, because part. Well, although I don't know if I agree with that because part of being the president is also being like the face of the country. Yeah, you that's have what, to have the that's demeanor. That's kind of have. Yeah, you have to have the, like yeah. the demeanor of the president. But it'd be order. nice if we didn't know what party. There's they literally a thing. To. We voted on what they th what they're saying. That's true. Maybe like remove yeah. the party and just have the names at least. I, I wouldn't necessarily hate that, but but yeah, there's literally a thing called like the presidential voice, where like it, when people start running for office, they start talking much more oh, yeah. seriously, kind of like I'm talking right now, Obama. you know, much more Barack Obama, a little deeper, Barack Obama a little more well thought, a couple more pauses in between, you know, a little less coffee. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the presidential voice. <laughs> the, <laughs> to leave off on because uh, the third party, I kind of want to do a whole episode. Oh, on yeah. that, if you guys, because I got a ton on this. I, there are a couple third parties out there, like non-libertarian third parties that are out there. Of, They're just so small. Of recently, I have become convinced that the only way a third party is going to be, a, be able to be a real thing is if you start inside of an existing party and rip out a base from it. It's essentially if you were to do a MAGA and they didn't give Trump To get like 10% of the Senate to go, hey, we now belong to this to party. To the MAGA party. Or, or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or the convention. just And, and you would do that through the convention. Because that's where you would have a chance to have all of your delegates, representatives together yeah. and make a thing like walking out. Well, the problem you don't the, get what you want. You the, leave. the problem, again, though, with with that. Right. I mean, even if you look in states that are like super safe, Republican or Democrat, it still is like 70, 30, 65, 35 in those like Midwest states and all that stuff. So, I mean, if you the pro the problem, of course, as it always is going to be, though, with that plan is if you go to the Repu if you go to the Republicans, rip people away and create a new party then they're still going to run against each other and the democrats going to run and then you all you do is you hand the ticket to the democrats the only way you could do that is if you i think the only way you could do it is if you are localized enough and have people who are politicians who are so personally popular that they could withstand it basically that's where i was focusing a little bit more earlier earlier when we were comparing the gop and the dnc mm -hmm. trump already broke the gop yeah. He instead of like pulling taking the MAGA party out, he took away the GOP and he replaced his Trump MAGA. Trump family. could Trump could go into like the Midwest probably and start a MAGA party. Most certainly. Yeah. If they did something crazy in 2016 and didn't give him the nomination. If they actually cuz at the convention, a lot of people challenged it. Yeah. Like a yeah. lot of, especially the 2016 was a, so what people, such a wild, people sometimes forget how actually such, wild it was. Such a like, wild time. Cuz 2020 was also kind of 2020 wasn't even really that wild. I was it canceled. was canceled. It was canceled. I was on the side of the people we had a that fake were election from car horns where Joe Biden got up in front of a group of cars and they honked at him. He was I was a scared on, old man. I was on the side of not giving Trump the nomination in, in 2016. In 2016. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you were cuz who's yeah, the, who I, was the who was the libertarian that the bald guy? Gary Johnson. No, no, no. Was who was he? Oh, there was another one that you were supporting. No, I really liked Austin Peterson. Austin not Peterson. Bald, oh, Peterson. Yeah, yeah he's like from my, Missouri. Good guy. I think he would be the best president that we could have. 
but now he's on the I radio. I disagree strongly, I but I still like him. <laughs> I, I don't think like he's going to go for it anymore. Because he's got good instincts. He's really yeah. funny on Twitter, too. He's hilarious oh, yeah. on Twitter. Well, he's a libertarian. I think that he actually is follows also, me on Twitter. He's I also like, anti- Yeah, because I tweeted him a couple times. So. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a great get. He's also anti-abortion. I'd like to hear someone else's Can we invite him? We could invite him onto yeah. the show. Yeah. That'd be great. That, that'd be he has his own radio show, though, so we start, might have to go to him. Start DMing, <laughs> okay. start DMing some people. Should I bring Dallas on the show? I'll text him see if he's free. There we go. Get a state rep on the show. That would be perfect. If there's ever been a time that a third party had a chance to make an impact, would be 2024. If if they're gonna if they're well, gonna re rack Donald Trump Hillary Clinton you can't do it though and here's the here's what I mean by that though I don't think you could do it at the national level and sustain it you would have to start you don't small run for the presidency and local. You, yeah. do, you do not yeah. run for the presidency that's the libertarian's big flaw and the only place you could really do it is you could maybe start like a democratic socialist party in like the far west and maybe the northeast in certain places you could maybe start like a midwest party kind of like that map I put in the chat you could maybe start like another like 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 not like I don't, I don't know how to say it without sounding, but like a pro-Southern party, you know, like Southern Republican Party almost, like instead of Northern Republicans, because the Southern Republican Party is just such a mess because Southern Republican voters are awesome and Southern Republican elected officials suck because most of them are carpetbaggers from the North. I, I was going to say with... And that's all I have to say about that, but <laughs> we can yeah, do a whole yeah, other no, episode we're, we're on that. Like, all <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap my... I'm just trying to put my head around what you're talking about here with... Uh, the Southern Republicans because we haven't had that Nikki conversation Haley, in trash. like trash. Lindsey Graham, th- trash. I think that's kind of the Tim Scott. That but that trash. The Cons- DeSantis, DeSantis, not trash. Okay. But Florida's not really like the South. I used to really like Ted Cruz. Uh, I don't. I don't hate Ted Cruz. Like I like Ted Cruz. Uh, I, I, but as of late, I'm not as compared to other politicians. Really him, he's I, still pretty good. I, I, I think. I, yeah. I used to make but fun of him a lot. I, much. <laughs> yeah, he's just an eye roller to me now. He's yeah. just somebody that I generally roll my eyes. Yeah. I thought he was years. a fighter before. Well, anyone like, who voted to send money to Ukraine is a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we all agree on that. And if, at Trump's speech, which he gave at the NRA convention, which was actually good, it was only only 14, 14, 15 minutes long. So if you have the time, go watch it. It was actually very good. The loudest applause he got was after he said, and we have $40 billion to send to Ukraine and we can't put armed guards in our schools. The crowd lost it. They were applauding and screaming and cheering. Who, it who, was who was this? The NRA convention a few days ago. Oh, yeah, because this is them. This people, is their bread and butter. Yeah. People hate that we sent $40 billion to Ukraine. It's stupid. But the establishment doesn't care because, you know yeah. what, in, in six months, everyone's going to forget about and still vote for mm-hmm. their, their same people. Right. Because they can't withstand voting for the other party or just not voting at all. Like, so the establishment is going to stay in place. But, yeah, so get involved, people. Get involved. Get involved in your local politics. Get good candidates out there. Elect people who will not send money to foreign countries while your kids are getting shot in school. I, got, I do think our country is pretty sick of sending money overseas. Like, why yes. are we at war everywhere? Like, even, even a lot of Democrats believe that's, yeah. like— Legit. I think of course, they want to keep the money here so they can spend it on, like, tranny surgeries, yeah. but, like... <laughs> well, well, see, since, since I'm more new to the Republican Party, I don't know the nuances necessarily of the Southern versus the Northern Republicans. Yeah, so, well, so Southern Republicans, right, because the South used to be considered the solid South, it used to be all Democratic, right, but that's because you had Dixiecrats. You had Democrats yeah, from the South. They were kind of... They were the conservative wing of the Democratic Party, basically. 50s and 60s, Strom Thurmond. 40s, 30s, like, all then, yeah, like... There was not there's not a Republican majority after like the 1880s, basically, in the in, in the South. And like it was all Democrats until like the 1980s. And then around like the 60s, 70s, 80s, um, you know, there was a bit of a shift into 
uh, like the Republican Party, people like to say that it was like 100% because of like the civil rights movement. That's broadly overstating it, especially because the whole South didn't vote Republican until Ronald Reagan in the 80s. But that's when like reaction you know, to Jimmy every Carter. country, every country, every state except Minnesota voted for Ronald Reagan. <laughs> but but um, Jimmy Carter was one of those Southern Democrats that would. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's he's a Georgia yeah. peach farmer. Like yeah. that's what he was known for. Yeah, so. So this, so the problem is that the Republican voters now in the South are pretty conservative, and they win by pretty easy margins. Like pretty much the elections down there are the primaries. You know, like you win the primary, you win. Like Lindsey Graham, I think it was in 2018 when he his, he was up for reelection, and the DNC sent it was like the second highest amount that's ever been sent on spent on a, a Senate campaign to pay for his senatorial opponent, a Democrat, and the bubble boy, and 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 um. Graham still won by like twelve points. He debated <laughs> like <laughs> he, he, when he debated Lindsey Graham, he put himself in a bubble. He actually went on stage with a full own blocker. I just did a not see that. Cube around him, but that's hilarious. And Lindsey's just standing there like a messiah. And it's like, oh god, these candidates, the Democrats, are yeah, they're up here. they're ridiculous. But but they still spent like a hundred million dollars on this. And Lindsey Graham spent like four million dollars, and he won by like ten or fifteen points. Like it wasn't even close, you know. So the fact is, the and the but the problem is though, a lot of the. A lot of the Republican officials now. If you're a Republican official in the Northeast, let's say you're you're let's say you're born in New York or Massachusetts or something, you and you're a Republican, many. and you're a Republican, right? Though, and you think, okay, I want to join politics. I want to get in the political sphere. Okay, like you want to, and you want to really raise up. And this this is why these are the worst kind of people because they're the ambitious type, right? The Republicans who stay in New York and Massachusetts, they're fighters because they actually care about New York oh, and they okay. care about Massachusetts, right? They are the kinds that are kind of actually badass because they're fine being in the minority of like voters as long as they get to actually do what they think is right. So I have a bunch of respect for people like that. The Would problem you say the is same that, about California Republicans? Yeah, I mean, the California Republicans, for the most part, aren't bad. Devin Nunez. Some of them are pretty trash, but, but like this, the House Minority Speaker. But like then you, yes, I don't like him either too much. But you know, you it's it's give or take. But sometimes sometimes though, in states like California or New York too, there are a couple bad ones. They're different. The problem, and, and I would not say that those are the same. If we're going right, to say that, yeah, um, I I have not thought of that. And a problem with too authority. with California is they gerrymander themselves so that there's a couple districts that are, that are like R plus thirty. So you can put any person with an R next to their name and they'll win. Like Kevin McCarthy, who's trash. Yeah. But yeah. But so the problem is if you're a person from. But they don't leave California, though, typically, because if you're a congressman from California, you have a lot of pull, whether you're Republican or Democrat, because you come from such a big state. But if you're a Republican from, like, Massachusetts, like, what's the highest you're going to get to? House of Representative? That's pretty much well, it. That, well, that's what I guess I was going to say. So. so all these people move from the Northeast, especially, into the South because they can win statewide elections. And all they have to do is win their primary and they and then they get to be senator or attorney general or governor. And then the next step is so you're, you're saying trying to run for this president. is like reverse carpetbagging after the civil no no it war. is carpet it is carpet because that's exactly oh, what so it was yeah too. so yeah after the civil war northerners went to the south and tried to basically buy up farmland and stuff like that and, and southerners went north and southerners went so it's pretty much the same thing in that but it's instead of financial it's more political so these people Which and, it, is. and it's the worst type of people because they're the ambitious i will sell my soul to get elected type of people like nikki haley who will bend and break over every confrontational issue in order to get elected is she pro-trump or anti-trump now i don't care she sucks <laughs> she's been back and forth i think five times that i can remember i don't care she sucks she's, she's, a, she's, she's a well she was sort of pro-trump at the beginning when it was favorable to her because she got elected the she got appointed the ambassadorship to the un which is 
is a good once again a good step up for her. But she's just a she's the Elizabeth. She's Warren. trash. She's the Elizabeth Warren. If you actually of the look at her, party. yeah. If you actually look Come at her honest. record, if you look at her record as a as a congresswoman and then as the governor of South Carolina, it's trash. It's terrible. And these are the kind of states where we should be getting the most conservative people from. And the reason why you don't is because you have freaking carpetbaggers. Okay. Okay. So that's the story of modern carpetbagging, and modern political carpetbagging. So to rope that into uh, current events, Joe Biden at the beginning of his career was putting his arm around these Dixiecrats is what they were called. Yeah. It's 1960s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was before the Civil Rights Act. And this um, it was basically Lyndon B. Johnson in Southern Texas, mm-hmm. Joe Biden and Northeast Democrats. So that was like the alliance made. And where when people say racism started the Democratic Party, it's this. Well, and it's he had they the, were Democrats that yeah. were in charge of the South. Yeah. And and Biden had to, to be friendly. Biden had to be friendly to. with the Dixiecrats because he wanted to run for president. So, and it, back then, you weren't you weren't winning the presidency as a Democrat unless you had the whole South behind you. When you read his history, it's not until Strom Thurmond dies in the 1990s that they go from praising Joe Biden for working mm-hmm. with these people to then he's criticized at the presidential level for having worked with those people. Yeah. And he's still the same party. Because he's someone he was just there for Still the transition. Still the same people, same ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah just, he's just an interesting bellwether on political, that timeline. That yeah. where all these transitions happened that they were never formal. While they were happening, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's organic. Well, and, it, that's, and that's what I was, that's proves my point exactly what I was talking about earlier. Political systems and political parties and politicians adapt yeah. to survive. They don't adapt. Cockroaches. They don't yeah, adapt to do the good, to do good. They don't. Because doing good is difficult. They don't adapt to do good. They adapt to win and to survive. When and when they, I would say when they become a problem is is when they are not only are they not helping with so helping the mental health crises, but when they become a lead contributor, when the political system yeah. becomes one of the main driving factors for mental health, you have just undermined the reason you created the system. The reason we all consented well, I th- to yeah. this agreement. And I think I think our problem is that we have a political system that has allowed the current culture to win the current the current culture that encourages this mental illness we have a political system or at least political parties that have allowed it to win but i'd argue they aren't winning they could win the left has won bro it's over it's over it's not over don't say don't blackfill yourself no no if you watch the headlines every week they are imploding on another issue willfully like i said this week it's guns and there last week it's ukraine it's like this just keeps going and going. And they're, and, and yeah, they're, but it, they're, it doesn't matter. Their voters are still just going to vote. Well, turnout in PA for the Republicans was very good. It was not for the Democrats. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, so, so, okay, so, so we win the pres- we win the Pennsylvania governorship. What, what changes? We win the whole thing. We win both. We win every election. What changes? We have an insurance that we have a hundred Republican senators, four hundred thirty-five House Republicans, and the Republican president. What changes? With Mastriano, we have an assurance that if another COVID-like virus hits, we well, will true. act like Florida and not New York. Which is true, and that and that will help. But the problem is the COVID mental illness thing is an accelerant yes. of something that was already happening. 100%. You already saw 100%. depression rates in this country 100%. are through the roof. People isolating by and themselves yes, naturally. That that made up. But before broken then, homes. But before then, yes, it's broken homes. It's not having a... And this is the, the other thing we want to talk about, too. There's no purpose to this society either. And, I mean, like, I don't want to get too religious, but I screw that. I'm going to get religious because it is religious. When you don't Preach. believe in God... When you believe that you come here to just die, like, how helpless is that? 
Like if you actually think about it, like, and how yeah. selfish is that? How selfish of a life do you live? Like if you tr like if like I'm not talking to people. Is that who why are you like, don't like Austin Peterson? <laughs> no, I don't mind Austin because he, he's an atheist. Well, <laughs> I don't like some of his views, but I think yeah. he's a libertarian because he's an atheist. That's why. Yeah. Because if you're an atheist, libertarianism makes sense because it's leave me alone. And atheism says that there is no such thing as truth, which is depressing as hell. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like that's the problem. Like, well, there's other religions. There are other religions. Spiritualities. Like, well, there are different religious spiritualities. Yes, but you don't find many. You don't find long-lasting religions that pretend that there's not a truth. Right. What you, about Hinduism? That's older than Christianity. It's older, but they at least believe in versions of truth. Right. To, to right. What, to they the do, little they just bit that I know, in like the universe, it's almost like the universe as itself is the entity. There's yes. no like a god figure. So they, I don't really, I don't really know Hinduism that well. And it's, I'm like, I'm gonna be honest, like I don't, I'm not like a theological. It's reincarnation, yeah, it's reincarnation. doing the right thing. Well, but exactly. So there's still yeah. a consequence for you mm -hmm. not being a good person mm -hmm. in this lifetime. Right. Right. You will not. Straight up atheism. I see what you're saying. Yes. Like, yeah. Like so, straight up atheism. I come here and. The other thing, I mean, the other issue, like, especially, like, abortion and other things like that, like, how do you even know something's wrong? Mm -hmm. Like, how is anything wrong? Because you feel it's wrong? Right, no. yeah, if, if there like, is no God, which no is God, so many people believe, yeah. then really murdering all those kids isn't, like, who says that's wrong? Yeah. We it only just, say that's wrong because happened. we have a societal, like, standard. We have morals. Exactly. If and there are is, no morals. I've had this conversation yeah. with Ryan a bunch of times where we as a society today take Christianity for granted we have been raised in a society that was mm -hmm. fundamentally raised on christian beliefs and christian institutions and we take that for granted and we think that like that's the norm like we think that it's just oh it's okay for me to be agnostic and for everyone to be atheistic and it's okay because everybody believes that people are good and everybody's going to treat everybody and even, equally and fairly and all this stuff and the atheists still want to live by the christian standards yeah of course yeah. they want uh, no they want other people to treat them with Christian, with Christian standards, standards. Correct, they don't correct. want they don't want to be treated like the Spartans treated their people, mm -hmm. where they conscripted them all to go to war, and if you had any sort of slight deformity, they killed you because you were a drag on society. You know they don't want to live by those standards. They want other people to be Christian. They just don't want to hold themselves to any standards because they don't believe in because they don't want to because they're irresponsible. Like mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I like like no, that's a good that's, point. I like that. That's kind of that's kind of a bit of a rampage, and I know like and hey, like I will I will talk at any time about like religion and stuff like that but it is on it is not is objectively true excuse me it's objectively true that the lack of religion leads to more mental illness because it breaks down purpose and society like one of the things that you know ben shapiro even ben shapiro recognized this and he's like more quasi republican libertarian is that you need to have a sense of community and what is like the most central pillar of community right the thing that brings everybody together jocks and nerds people who love history people who love art like what is something that can tie everybody together it's a belief in the same god or creator and that is how you understand and come together as a community that we might be different but we are all somewhat similar like i think those kids have value because they were made in god's image and likeness not because there's random cells that were put together and they were birthed right that's not what I, and also i i don't know how how much longer you guys want to stay on this we got to do a hard end here because i, no, I have to get out of here we gotta get two minutes well i'm gonna leave them because i gotta go get dressed okay i'm already gonna be late to my bed do we know I'm how to, do we know okay. how to turn it you off? just need to press the red button at the end okay press the red button and then hit this button okay and hold it down. Red. Okay. okay. Press the red button and hold that button. Yeah. Okay. Should we? Is there gonna be like a click? I'll, I'll come back up. But just if you're ready to end, just press that button. Okay. 
because I have to leave here. Like, I'm already late. So. Can, can you swing up before you? Just so we don't lose everything yeah, yeah. if we don't do this. Right. Okay. Because okay. we had a couple episodes early on. We lost it. Right. Completely. Right. I, I the do battery's pretty low, so I wouldn't go forever. I, I, I wanted to. Call just whenever you come up, we'll we'll exit. I, I, yeah. Well, a clean question. I, I think I want to roll together here because I brought I grabbed sure. this card out of my notes because I know you want to talk about the church. I had I had a theory. I'm well, we need a whole on. episode on the church on do, Christianity, we, and it's important. But I just. As it is undeniable, and there are studies, like yes, there are scientific and statistical studies. A lack of re- a lack of religion leads to a less homo- a less uh, coercive community, uh, not coercive, um, cooperative <laughs> and cohesive cohesive Please, community, cool. and a lack of purpose and more mental illness. Like that's just a fact. That now, is undeniable. I, I totally agree, and that's where I see. I think there are three institutions that are supposed to help a society with mental health. That is the church, that is the schools, and that is the government slash police. Mm-hmm. Is, is that those are the three things yep. that handle mental health in all of its different forms. Yep. The church, for the, before COVID, was falling. The idea of the Roman Catholic Church, when they got hit by the back-to-back pedo rings, yeah. that really b- left a bad taste in a young generation that yeah. was not going to church well, yeah, and there, before the lockdowns. We could, oh man, if you want to talk, well, if you want to talk specifically about the Roman Catholic Church, there's a lot of things we could talk no, about. No, I, I, I would I, love to at some point. I'm, but, I'm only trying to paint the picture that before COVID hit, yeah, the Catholic it was already Church going was down, dwindling. Yeah. Well, the all of Christianity was. Well, well, once COVID hit, and that's where, so I want to iron down, COVID, the disease, mm-hmm. did not cause mental illness. It, it was lockdowns. It was the church yes. closing itself down. Yeah. When the church could have been a beacon of free speech that kept the community whole when everyone else was closed for those two months yeah. where even Florida was locked down. That, to me, the, uh, that's why I was looking for the church. Like, yeah. I want to I be a part of this if w- yeah. you guys are closing down too. Is anybody going to handle the mental health? Are you just going to lock everybody in this country who was going crazy mm. in a bin for two months? Well, you should have uh, You should have come to the church that I went to because I actually started going to a a, 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 a still Catholic church, but a different church that only they only canceled like mass for like one week, and and, and they were open the whole time. Um, but also part of the problem though is the government did shut down a lot of churches. In a, there were a lot of laws. There were a lot of lawsuits over churches Priests being closed. were dragged out yeah. of their churches in California. Yes, it was it was brutal. Like and insane. Before Amy Coney Barrett got on the court, I will say this is one of the good things that she did immediately because it was a five to four vote because Roberts is a snitch. Um, uh, they shut down churches beyond like the like they were they were saying like you could only have like ten people in a church, and they were letting hundreds of people <laughs> yeah. into one. But even like the tough places that were like you still can only have twenty five people in restaurants and Walmart and stuff like that, and you have to social distance. They were targeting churches even harder, saying like you could only have ten people or something like that. Cool. And their, and their excuse was you're singing and your singing gets germs everywhere more. That was their excuse. Like so, the government also played a role in shutting down churches. Now, of course. You do make a great point that the church today is a bit more uh, parts of the church. Let me rephrase. Parts yeah. of the church are a bit more feckless today than they used to be. I mean, I'm, I'm half Polish, and so I follow the church in Poland a lot, too. And there's a priest that I watch. He's, like, bilingual, so he speaks both in Polish and English. And he was giving a, a, a conference talk, and he said the churches in Poland were closed less under communism than under COVID. The churches in Poland were closed less. Yeah. yeah. Commu- like. Our f- and in America, and in America. So our free government, Poland's free democratic government, shut down churches more than communists did. Because what I'm saying so. is, to me, I cannot differentiate the lockdown p- procedures from communism. That wasn't implemented communism. That was very much, if you want a true Green New Deal, where the governor, the government is going to come in and tell you how you move. What can how how yep. could, what more control could we give them? Sorry and, to jump back in yep. randomly, but. 
I actually really believe that communism should be allowed to happen in the world as long as they're not killing people. Like the way the way communism ended up being fascist. It, if you are, I think if you, that if is you a are a communist, but communism, as I want you to identify yourself to me. Illegal. I want to know you're a communist, and I'm fine with you being there, being <laughs> a communist. But I'd like to know it. I don't want to. Yeah, why don't people, we just create? Anti-cancer. Honestly, like, why don't we just like give them some land in like one state? Well, that's kind of how our country is designed. Is we're supposed to have each state supposed to operate independently. Yeah, I kind of could have. Co- I'm communism. pretty pro like let California secede. It can be like a commie state. But not even secede. They should be able to act as their own country. Oh, the no, idea they, they can, they can, they, they can. can, they they can, they can, they can I mean, yeah, yeah. but in reality, every state California, can essentially be their write own it country. Off. Go, go. Like, write it off. China. America, well, yeah, I mean, and that's that is true. That is true. We just kind of unionize so that we have a really strong military and can defend. Well, and we, feder- we, feder- we federalized a lot of powers, too. There's a lot more power in the central government than there used was to be. intended. Right. Yeah. It's intended that each state pretty much operates on its own. Yeah. And that, that's where the National Guard comes in. Each state has its own military. Yeah. But we unionized. We weren't sp- we're like, pretty yeah, much yeah. the EU as far as the United States of America goes. That's how it was founded. Intended. Yeah. 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 It's not that way now. But yeah. Yeah. But- which is why I think the EU is garbage because once it once it nationalizes even more, it's just going to stamp out all the individuality the of the country. Yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah. be one big country over there. And it's going to be disgusting. But sorry, I might have took your guys' conversation. No, you're good. Where, field, where, dude, I, I could go I, off I, that I, for another <laughs> little bit too. Yeah, but no, I love it. I, I love it. I feel like this has moved nicely to or easily at the word. At the beginning of the lockdowns, one of my first solutions mm-hmm. was to try and declare that I had a mental problem, that I had a fear of pinkos, that I have like a pinkophobia. Okay, call it the pop. And then say, I can't follow any laws that I think are communist. So it's like, if I don't believe the government has the ability to declare that is how workers, I, you, can't, you can't force you me You can to send your that. kids to school unvaccinated in Pennsylvania just by the belief that you're afraid of the vaccine. You got the pop. Even though they tell everyone that it's mandatory, I looked into it because our kid's not going to be vaccinated. Yeah. And right. There's you can still based. send your kids to public school. Based. Based. Yeah. Based. based. <laughs> you got the pop. You, all you have to do is fill out a form and say that you're scared of the vaccination. Yeah, and you know what's funny is they'll let that, but I'm sure it's much harder to get a religious exemption. Well, it's the same. Sure, it's the well, same sure they, form. I'm sure they the grant it. I'm sure they grant religious exemptions. They but just I'm make sure it they, seem like you can't. Yeah, I'm sure they yeah. fight. I'm sure they fight it a lot harder. Everyone, That's what the military did. The the military they granted literally zero exemptions mm-hmm. for like a year and a half, and then they got sued a bunch of times, and then they literally realized they were going to lose in court, so they granted it was like two dozen religious say, exemptions I it was just so they could say they, court, I it was sixteen. Might have been 16. They just treated in a way where everyone I talk to about this thinks it's mandatory to go to public school with. To be vaccinated, yeah. yeah, and it's just not. In it's some, not true. In some states, it is. Are we no, talking? There's a few no, states no, no, that. If you don't mind me asking, are we talking like all vaccinations, or are we just talking all those standard like yeah, polio, yeah, yeah. happy, all that, yeah, the bullshit that you give all the kids going up? Yeah, they're made by the same companies who are creating these faulty vaccines. Wow. So I just really don't wow. trust any of okay, it. Okay, wait, you guys. <laughs> You guys should listen to this show. Oh gosh, what's it called? It's called um, it's called I'm Doing Great. It's another podcast, and they mm-hmm. had a do- they had two doctors on a, on in a row, who they had one who was a doctor and then one who was like, um, she like helps people give birth pretty much. So she's like into the medical oh, yeah, field, yeah. but not a not a doctor. Like you know? a doula or a, um, I, I think that uh, might have been it. Midwife. One, it was one of those two. Okay. I don't really, yeah. I don't really remember. Because we she hired was. a doula for our our oh, to based. Yeah. Mega based. <laughs> are you guys doing? I live the life. If you, if you don't mind me we asking, are you guys doing a home birth or a hospital birth? Do you know? A hospital birth, but yeah, as hospital. natural as possible, hands free. Nice. Um, she's not taking any medications. Okay. She's not getting. We're even pretty sure we're getting a rabbi to do the um, the what do you call it, where you cut the skin off? Oh, the circumcision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because there's um because there's a uh, do you know there's fentanyl in epidurals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. What? There's fentanyl in yeah. epidurals. Yeah. No, I had no idea that. So when they so when they take your women, gentlemen out there, when they take your women and, and stab them with stick the needle in their stick back the needle in them so yeah. that way they can take a little pain. They're literally shooting the mother of your child up 
with fentanyl in order to make them not feel pain. They can't feel anything. They can't even feel the push. Yeah. That's that's why there's a lot of and, mm-hmm. then, and then it leads to C-sections mm-hmm. because they don't yeah. have the power to we push. Have friends, oh we have friends we have friends this has happened to and she's like traumatized over yeah. it because yeah. she had to go to a C-section mainly because the doctor was ending the end of her shift and yeah. wanted to get it over with. And you know what else? Hey, you want to you want to know something else? Jeez. Something else that's kind of uh, insane, not insane, but you know how much an epidural costs? Four grand. You know how much a C-section costs? An extra like eighteen grand. Mm-hmm. Per, yeah, you know, depending yeah. on hospital. So by doing that, by tr- by forcing fentanyl into you and setting you up for a C-section and then giving you a C-section, they just make an extra twenty twenty-five grand for the yeah. hospital just mm-hmm. by doing that. Damn, what is this called again? We need to learn our visitors. <laughs> I did not even know this was a thing. I can watch out for. Yeah, if you now, if you've made it this far, like and I, I think you I think the audience knows by now how skeptical we are of these vaccines. Oh, yeah. But like and I'm not like anti I am not like anti like every vaccine ever, but I am definitely like much more skeptical about the medical industry That's my as thing, a whole. Because I don't think they're I all am. bad, but I don't know which ones I trust, so I'm just not yeah. gonna do them yet. Yeah. I feel like our bodies naturally are, have been designed to fight this stuff and yeah. we're clean we've Or learned, to give birth. Literally like yeah. like women gave birth for, you know, like That's what I said to my wife when she's years. talking about not doing for like it. Like all of time. She's like, Do you think I can handle it? I, my response was, it was never bad enough to stop people from having like twenty kids. Yeah. So, it, it, it's, I'm sure it's bad. I'm sure it's terrible. I'm I'm glad I don't have to experience it. Yeah. But it wasn't bad enough to stop reproduction. And that's why women are so badass. No. Yeah. Was now has fentanyl always been involved in this process? Yep. And in epidurals, in epidurals specifically, in 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 hospital epidurals. How yes. long has fentanyl been around for? I guess since it's only hit the, ma- the major news scene over the last two or three years. Well, that's only because it was because people were taking it directly. But it's been it's been like a pain pain sort of reliever ish. It was kind of like cocaine, where at first they thought, oh, it's just a pain reliever, and then they were like, oh, if you take too much. You might like kill yourself. Where, 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 where was so, it in the eighties? I think it was more recreational at that point. I'm not entirely sure of the timeline of fentanyl, honestly. Cause but like, yeah, because why now all of a sudden are people finding it profitable? Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. It, but look it up. You know, uh, it's great. It's a great podcast. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, things so, are things are great. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm doing, doing great. Great show. I'm but doing great. The Clintons, Bushes, and who's the third family? Kennedys. Kennedys. They're all. They're all out. All out. So there are positive news, guys. There's positive news. I know this is a pretty black pill episode, but but there are changes we can make. Next time I'm here, we'll talk about the changes we can make both on a personal level and on a policy level. And we can make this country great again. We're gonna talk we're gonna (laughs) It's it's always great having you on the show, Matt. Thanks Uh, guys, I appreciate it. We we love having you here. Do you wanna plug yourself anywhere? No, no, not really. I mean you can follow me on Instagram. It's like it's like Matt Matt Nickel. Um or I think my my thing is Matty Ice underscore underscore seven. There I did do a double underscore because somebody nice. took the single underscore. <laughs> <laughs> there I'm go. sure that's a popular. Name yeah. Oh, it's great. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So I think that's me on Instagram. If you guys want to follow, I post the occasional political um, thing. So I get in some hot water with that sometimes. It's cool. <laughs> but <laughs> no, no, I get banned from social media. So you're welcome to the <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> if you're not getting banned, you're not trying. How many so. accounts have you been banned? A lot. I'm like, at the point now. I kind of stopped doing it. Like, I my account is really just because I want to be able to see certain things on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to keep getting banned. So. Yeah. Uh, two more episodes in the pipeline. This is a, this is a good bonus episode. Mm. This is, hopefully we talked a lot a lot more informative stuff than our last episode, which is entertaining. We next two episodes we got to get or got to talk about faith mm-hmm. and how to fix the church, and then we got to talk about the third party and not the religious way. thing. I would two like to episodes down that, just oh on. So I would like to go down the rabbit hole. Of we like need to have Ryan here for that. Yes, though, for yeah, sure. Because yeah, he's yes. very interested in yeah, that. Yeah, Ryan, get in your car. It's not that far away. <laughs> and and yeah, that, that, I'll, I'll bring him when I when I drive we back. Could we could always go up and visit him for a podcast, take the equipment. What, and that's always an option. Th- if, if, if this country is going to fix itself and there is a culture war going on, the younger generation of Democrats are going to have to be the ones that figure out mm-hmm. to lay down the sword 
Well, th- what well, it's, it's or, or, I don't even lay down the sword might not be the word for it. They but. have to figure out what truth is because and and I would also say center right millennial and especially millennials because I think a lot of the, like Zoomer kids are realizing we have to have a truth, but a lot of the like twenty to thirty year olds and the youngest youngest are like ah, ah, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You, you gotta know? have a kid. Yeah. Once you have a kid, you become a conservative. Until then, they're going to be liberal. Yep. It's, it's, it's too dangerous. Which is why I'm pro-kids. Yeah. Pro-kids. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it on that.